Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. Today, I have with me on the show the one, the only, Dennis Kronenfeld, my husband and baby daddy. Woo woo! Woo woo! Can you please put your phone away? It's here. I'm going to smack you. Put your freaking phone away. No, it's not for questions. So, Dennis has a really hard time focusing on one thing at a time. Or anything at a time. Or anything at a time. <laughs> and now he's pretending to have to ha- keep his phone up while we record the podcast so he can take questions. When we all know you're waiting for someone to confirm that they're bringing a bike part for you to Aruba. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is a live recording. <laughs> you didn't even ask for questions on your Instagram story. <laughs> I just put any questions. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Um, how? No, no. Put your phone okay, okay. away. How... Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Speaking from the heart, how are you doing? What does that mean? It means that, you know, beneath everything else, instead of just, I'm good, like, what's up? I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what's moving through your life right now? Like, what's going on? Um, uh, grandma's here. She's here to help <laughs> with Leo Luna. And yeah, <laughs> grandma's here. Help to, why is grandma here to help with Leah Luna? Because there's a teacher training coming up. No, <laughs> dude, you have something major happening in your life. Yeah, there's an Iron Man coming. There's up. an Iron Man coming up. So uh, Dennis is doing an Iron Man in one week. Yes, nine days ish, a week. Yeah, a week away, and grandma has flown in from Sweden to help with the baby while I teach teacher training. This is your, um, tell everybody a little bit about your history with Iron Man. This will be my second full Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) I've done one. This is going to be another one. (laughs) And that comes out to two if I finish. (laughs) When people are like, Dennis is so great. He should have his own podcast. How would that possibly ever go down? It would be very quiet. It would be very brief, that <laughs> yeah. podcast. I was even thinking, so I'm really sick right now. I have, I'm like super stuffy and my throat is crazy sore. And this morning my throat hurt so bad. I was like, oh my God, I can't talk. And I have to save my voice for teacher training coming up in, in a day. And I was like, maybe Dennis can be my stand-in for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would happen if you did that? It would be a nine-minute podcast. Well, that's okay. But I think eight minutes is the scripted commercials. What's the what's the what's the quote that's saying that you love? Nine minutes in heaven is better than no, no. minutes in heaven. One minute in heaven is better than no minutes in heaven. Oh, I, I would imagine nine minutes would be good too. Anybody who wants a nine minute Dennis only podcast, uh, let him know on Instagram. Um, no, so so seriously though, you're doing an Iron Man. You, you've done one before. You've done a bunch of half Iron Man. Yeah. Do you say half Iron Man? Half half distance Iron Man, or they call it a seventy point three because it's 70, 70 miles point three or it's seventeen point three miles in total. Um, I've done a lot of the half seas, but only one full seas. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how prepared do you feel this time around? Way better than last year. Uh, last year sucked. Last year was a lot harder. Uh, it was a challenging time for us figuring out our family situation with a new uh, with a newcomer. And yeah, 
the newcomer. <laughs> we had, uh, or you had also a 109 retreat at the same time. So I, I couldn't really focus on the event because I always, or we always had to be on one part of the like town and then I had to race to the other part of the town to be back at the race. Um, I'm much more prepared. I don't think I'll be much faster. I'll probably be as slow as the last time, but uh, mentally and physically I'm more prepared. Well, last time around, I don't think we've ever fought as much as we fought about Iron Man last year. Maybe. Probably. I mean, it was a combination of, so it was like right around, right before we had the baby, you decided to start training for Iron Man, which I thought was like a crazy thing to do, but I'm realizing yeah. now, like it makes sense <laughs> to have a, a purpose and a goal when your wife is breastfeeding 24 hours a day. And <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. Like the dynamics of our family kind of shifted and changed a lot, but she was also in the middle of her sleep regression. No, it was just, <clears throat> we had to figure out. You don't remember because for the first six months of her life, you were not awake at night. Oh, you were screaming at me. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I was remember. trying <laughs> to keep you awake, but no. But I mean, when when there's when you're two and you do everything together, and the only worry you had it was that little dog Ringo, uh, and then all of a sudden there is a baby. It's it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress, and it's it's a big change. It is a big change. So it was a... I felt like at the time, like we were managing well, and now I look back at it and I'm like, it was totally insane. Yeah. Like, and, and Iron Man became for me, like it represented all the feelings in which how I felt alone or unsupported as a new mom. Like all my fears, all my insecurity, feeling overwhelmed, pressured, so much work, all these groups. And then Iron Man became like the symbol <laughs> that represented all the negative things in my life. So every time Dennis was like, okay, so I'm going for my bike ride now, I would like become like the devil like <laughs> what you're biking now in the middle of this and we have this and that so every time you were training we had like a fight yeah kind of or not when i was training because you weren't there but when i came back from training yeah before or after leaving yeah, yeah. no and now like if we were to have a second baby i would take a year off yeah. like that's just my criteria like for sure for sure i was just like i didn't Do you want to tell down. them when that is <laughs> We don't know when we're having a baby. How do you mean? We marked it in the calendar. Just because you... <laughs> so Dennis has decided a perfect time where ideally if we got pregnant at that time, we would have like a perfect moment for a second baby. Yeah. But, which would be... When you're pregnant or when the baby will shit out of the vagine? You don't shit a baby out. Shoot. Shoot. A baby out of the vagine. I don't know. You were there with the, the hour and a half I spent pushing our child. But they say the machine. second time was much easier. It wasn't easier. any shooting going <laughs> on. <laughs> I would love to have a shooting outbirth. I mean, Maybe. sure. Like people will look like I, I look at those kind of birth videos of, of, you know, in cars or like on moving trains Bloop. or like, yeah, like that's the dream. And people are like, oh my God, such a traumatic birth. She gave birth in the car. I'm like, are you kidding? I had a 24 hour birth. I would love to have a three minute birth in the car going to the hospital. <laughs> Maybe in the moment, not so much, but. Anyway, no. so what we said is, so next year, 2019, is one of our busiest years of all time in terms of programs okay. and retreats. Yeah, it's just, again, yes, yes, yes. But I think I have almost, yeah, it's like 18 weeks, almost 20 weeks. I'm saying us, but it's actually I have the programs and the retreats that, that I do. Yeah. Um, so if we were to get pregnant now, it would be a shit show because next year is crazy, 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 crazy. So my plan is for 2020 to be like an off year like raising a baby in costa rica almost yeah 
And I mean, an off year, like just like off as in not doing a bunch of programs and trainings and stuff like that, but just like recording the podcast and going back to the the slightly more spacious schedule that I imagine that we once had, but we actually never really had since we started this business. <laughs> and that would be a good year to have a baby and just be home with a baby. Or in the jungle. Or in the jungle. Or in Sweden. But yeah, no. So what I realized is, is having this baby being super tiny, doing that for the first time, and then you training for Ironman. And then I always felt like you would get time off from home to like do something for you or to go train or to do something fun. And yeah. then my time off, like I got time off to work. So yeah. I felt like that space to play or to move or just, you know, for me, like I never got that. Yeah. And it was this big imbalance in our, in our lives. But also you chose that. I chose to work, obviously. Yeah. It's a conscious choice that we made. But what do you think it is that's making it so much different this time around? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, it seems easier this time around. I kind of feel like it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> like any second now, you're going to come out of that door and scream. And <laughs> this was all a test. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> Dude, this whole year you have trained as much as you want, whenever you want. You bike, you run, you swim. Like we've yeah, had no I trained attention. a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Can I have a little gratitude for being super chill wife yeah, this year? Yeah, when I finish, I'll <laughs> tell your name in the acceptance speech. Oh, okay, <laughs> Or okay. the finishing speech. When you win. <laughs> when I win last place. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have actually worked on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you notice. Yeah, a lot. That's good. Yeah. It's okay to say that you notice. I noticed. And you appreciate. I appreciate. Okay, cool. <laughs> One of the questions that we got for today's podcast was, uh, do you guys ever fight? And if so, how do you deal with your disagreements? Um, Rachel screams and I stay quiet. Yeah. I don't scream. I yell. What's the difference? There's a difference. What is it? <laughs> screaming is like, you scream if you're scared, or if you help. Like screaming is like oh, okay. violent almost. Like yelling is like yelling out of frustration or, you know, I don't yeah. know. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, I, I react and you withdraw. Yeah. That's our thing. So my practice is not reacting. So like, that's what I mean this year. Like I've tried really hard. So even in the moments when I felt like, okay, he's going for a bike right now again, <laughs> I take a breath and I'm like, okay, but I can do what I have to do and like find help in other places or like figure it out. And then, you know, and then by the time you're back, like I'm not upset about anything. Yeah. Yeah. To and, my face. And... Uh, to your face <laughs> no but i mean i'm practicing that and it's actually working yeah at least i think and are you practicing the non-withdrawal you mean reacting the reaction yeah or communicating you could say um i don't think i'm any better at communicating but i do feel i when i get angry or mad i do express it a lot faster compared to before so i do feel i express my anger or my uh, or fight or whatever it is with words faster compared to before when I will just stay quiet and resent but yeah I don't know do you know another word for expressing with words screaming communicating oh. <laughs> you're like I don't know if I communicate but I express with words <laughs> you are better at communicating Maybe. You know, it could be a combination of both of us putting effort in and also that the baby's sleeping, which is super helpful for yeah. life quality overall. And that she's, she's older going to now. She's going, she's older. She's going to school. She understands. Uh, you're not as 
uh, how do you say that? You're not as scared anymore of losing the baby, if that's the right way of putting it. You was always you were you're not as nervous as you, anymore yeah. as a mom. You used <clears throat> to be very nervous. Now I feel like you trust me a lot more <laughs> to be with the baby alone. <laughs> yeah, but that was part of that first. Like the first, I don't know, first eight or nine months or whatever with her. Like I was constantly thinking she was going to die all the time. Yeah. I mean, I shared that in the podcast a lot, this super overwhelming, paralyzing, shitty fear that I had of something happening to her. And it was totally debilitating and messing with my life like like crazy. And then, I mean, I have full podcast episodes on this. Um, no, I did also a lot of work on that, like I shared a whole podcast about that super mega fear. And of course that fear was like making me really controlling and I didn't really trust anyone with the baby. And even when I went somewhere, I was like on call and like checking my phone every five seconds. And I don't know. And you would write a like a 10 page to-do list every time you leave. Yes, with a schedule. And and then as you're leaving in the car, you like call me to say, hey, did you read my list? (laughs) Do you ever read my list? No. No, exactly. (laughs) So right before we got here, literally right before. So Dennis and my mom, my mom is here. Oh yeah, we said, went to the studio this morning to take photos of the new Yoga Girl merch. And I'm like, you guys have exactly an hour because I have to leave at 1045 so that I can make the 11 o'clock meeting for the teacher teacher training. That we did pretty good. You did okay. You were 15 minutes late. So I was 15 minutes late. 15. But it's okay. It's okay. That was all fine. Mm. And then as I leave, I like put a little to-do list of important things to remember and things to do in our chat. And I was like, hey, couple of things. I Like one was important for you. I was like, we are out of toilet paper in our bathroom <laughs> and I can't reach the toilet paper because it was way up in our pantry on a shelf. I'm like, can you put it there? Because there's nothing. That was number one. And then number two, I'm like, can you set up the podcast because we have exactly an hour window to record. And then what was the third thing? I know, I didn't see the list. You didn't see the list. The third thing was something else that was also important. And then I get home and Dennis did neither of those three things. Didn't even look at the list. Didn't even read it, but didn't like read it. And then five minutes later, he's like on the toilet in the bathroom, like there's no toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes it's beneficial for you if you read my list. I feel like you planted on me. I didn't. I was like trying to be kind to you, but man, no, I know, I know. But I like making lists. I like knowing what's ahead. I like prepping and planning and organizing. And then with you, I feel like, I mean, this if we do fight, I feel like, I mean, aside from Iron Man, Iron Man was like a challenging time for many reasons last year. But if we fight, I feel like it's because you're not listening to me or like... What? <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> he's like yawning and looking away or like this is like this like i'll be like hey i'm off i have to do this and this and this like if you could do this and this that would make our lives work and then you're like yeah cool and then i come home and you're watching soccer and like the baby's dirty and like she didn't nap she's also watching soccer and she's also watching soccer (laughs) but i guess that's my what's what's your most i guess frustrating thing about me the nagging but if you did what I said, <laughs> I wouldn't have to nag. <laughs> Can't you see the cause and effect of this? Yeah, I don't know what's worse, doing the stuff or hearing the nag. <laughs> Sometimes I choose my battles. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like we are stuck in this like traditional wife and husband gender role. <laughs> I don't love to, I mean, I kind of like to nag a little bit. Yeah, I no, guess. I would rather have everything done and ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, should we work on that? Uh, sure. You do the stuff a little like more on top of your stuff, and then I don't have to nag. 
But what, what will happen with all the nagging? <laughs> the nagging will just disperse <laughs> and then drift off into space. That's not fair for the nagging. <laughs> you are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. To make sure I'm getting all of my nutrients in a day, I take a multivitamin with breakfast. But after doing some research, I was surprised to see that traditional multivitamins weren't doing women any favors. So I found one that reimagined the entire process from the ground up. The result is called Ritual, two daily capsules made with the nine essential nutrients women lack the most. The future of vitamins is clear, literally. Ritual has a super cool beadlet in oil design, making them the most interesting looking clear vitamin I've ever seen. But of course, that's not the best part of them. Ritual contains only the nutrients you don't get enough of from your diet. For label readers like me, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are 100% out there for the whole world to see. You can head to their website to check it out for yourself. For your added convenience, Ritual is subscription-based. For just $1 a day, Ritual is delivered right to your door. Just buying the Omega-3 alone is the cost of one bottle. Try it for yourself today. Whether you're living life or creating it, why not add some good-looking science into your daily routine? Visit ritual.com slash yoga girl to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl. The world is changing now more than ever. We all need more than one source of income, but not everyone wants to quit their jobs and become a startup founder. That's what Side Hustle School is all about. It's a short daily podcast, seven days a week, that tells stories of ordinary people making extra money without quitting their jobs. The host, Chris Gillabo, also has an intriguing new book out there this month called The Money Tree. It's an engaging story of how you have the power to create your own financial destiny, something that's especially important in this time of uncertainty. Get your copy of The Money Tree today from any bookstore or online retailer. Learn more at moneytreebook.com and listen to Side Hustle School wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, but back to back to Ironman. Can you tell us so uh, the distance and what do you do in an Ironman? What's the actual stuff? Um, so it was well let's go back a little bit or should we just do the distance I'll do the distance first go ahead as you please so this you start with swimming the swimming is almost four kilometers it's about 3.8 kilometers I don't know I think that's 2.4 miles 2.3 miles and then, then that's followed immediately by biking which is 180 kilometers <laughs> I'm going to say it's 113 miles, I think. And then uh, immediately followed by a full uh, marathon run, which is 26 miles that I do know. Or 42 kilometers. Yeah. I even knew that. Yeah. See, I know so much. (laughs) (laughs) But this uh, um, particular Ironman was supposed to be in Panama City. Panama City Beach in Florida. Yeah, Panama City Beach. Not Panama City, Panama. Correct, yeah. in Florida, near Tallahassee. But uh, it was just hit by Hurricane uh, Michael and it got the whole uh, area there got completely destroyed, which is super sad for all the people living there. But uh, it got about 4,000 people very confused because they didn't know. Um, these events get a lot of people from international. But uh, isn't it a big thing for tourism to have a, a, a city host an Ironman? Yeah, for the city, it's amazing. Of course, you're getting 4,000 people coming from abroad. Maybe not 4,000, everyone from abroad, but majority is coming from abroad. And it's just a, it's good for the business in general. But if there's no business, if there's nothing there, then if it's deserted, then it's no good for anyone. Uh, unless that 4,000 people go there to help, I guess. <laughs> 
but uh, they moved it from there to Haines City, which is between Orlando and Tampa. So it went from like a flat course to like a not so flat course. Imagine for the organizers of this event. Oh, they're doing such an amazing work. They're doing a good job. There's yeah. so many people uh, upset on the forums. So many people like. But what are you going to do? It's a natural they, disaster. Yeah, it's they not can't like do anything about it. No. But I, to be honest, the way they pulled this together two weeks before the race, it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Don't they, they need permits and stuff from cities to host these kinds of like? Are they do they shut down roads and stuff? They do shut down roads. Um, they do need all the permits. But they happen to go to a place where they do a half Ironman, where I accidentally went to this <laughs> in April. <laughs> so I actually know the course already. We're going to do that course twice uh, to do uh, the full distance. Um, so it's not the most beautiful course, if you think about it, if you're just going to do a, a half distance twice. What is it? What's the scenery? Is it like city? Like I, I don't. No, even... it's suburbs. It's uh, you go through the oranges field, which is really nice. It's a really beautiful course for a half distance. But if you're gonna just do this half distance course twice, it it, it tends to get a little boring mm -hmm. compared to Kalmar, where it was one big loop around the whole island uh, in Sweden, and then uh, it's one loop of swim. So they're just doing everything like two loops twice. of swim, two loops of biking, and then the the amount of loops of running. I, twice mm -hmm. um, and have they lost a lot of participants do you know that i don't know to be honest but because be it's honest, just it's that, the same state that, yeah that it's happening in the same state it's happening the same weekend like for me that we got your mom to come here and help with lea luna you know and then yeah i, I it's the best possible scenario uh, outcome for this scenario that's kind of crazy. Do you know if they're doing anything to support the original Panama City Beach? Oh, yeah. They're doing a lot. They they have, yeah, yeah. I think they already uh, donated about $75,000. Uh, and they're also sending a lot of like volunteers for help and relief. Man, and you could be like an Ironman spokesperson. Well, if it's leading up <laughs> to the race. Are they sponsoring yeah. you yet? <laughs> I wish. I could be their like, average Joe, like the ultimate average like Joe. The, the couch potato Iron Man. <laughs> Always finishes in the last 10%. <laughs> that is such a good... Oh my God, they should, I, can, I can see the marketing campaign. Yeah. Yeah, because to do an Iron Man, I mean, it is a crazy endurance race. Like, and it, yeah. usually it's like, you know, the people that consistently do Iron Man races, they are intense adventurous type a personality people you yeah. don't fit in with that at all no <laughs> no at all but i like hanging out i just hang out with them on the course <laughs> you like the community vibe yeah yeah you like to move your body yeah <laughs> and you like to have a goal yeah something to work for yeah but the and i said this in the last after the last race um every single person that i saw on that course because i mean it's hours and hours and hours so so what's the average time it takes like a regular person to do an Ironman? I don't know, to be honest. Like 12, I, 13 hours? Yeah, I would say 13 hours. 12 is, I think 12, you're considered pretty fast already for an average and person. And what about the the winner or like the fastest person in the world? Eight hours. Jesus. Under eight. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so you're like the average Joe person. But then when we went to see you in, in Calma, every single person that I saw was like, I don't know, it's almost like a little scary to see a person in, in a race like this. Yeah. They're suffering. They're, it's such a mental thing. Like they're almost completely closed off from everything else. No one was making eye contact, looking up. It's like they're kind of like a robot and they have the goal in, the, you know, in yeah. front of them and they're just moving toward that goal. 
and you are like <laughs> super casual, <laughs> slowing down, taking pee breaks, laughing at people, like shaking people's hands. Like yeah, you're just. It's really fun. You're just so easygoing about it. And I really love that. It's, yeah, I, I, I yeah, it's so much fun that the community, I, yeah, I can't wait for people to try it. It's, it's like a drug. Yeah, but I mean, you could be like the perfect, <laughs> you could be the perfect average Joe to market Iron Man for the regular person, like the yeah. dads and the, you know, everyone in the regular community. Like you can do it too. Like if Dennis can do it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that you're unfit or anything, but it's just no, but the mentality of these crazy endurance races. Like you don't yeah. really fit with that type of person i guess no i i, I don't know it's i i don't know it's so uh yeah i i so iron man if you're listening and you want to start paying my husband to go do these races that would be totally fine by or me. or just a subscription or it's just a subscription <laughs> <laughs> you're like can i have a sticker for my car <laughs> i'll promote you everywhere i go just give me like a bumper sticker or something <laughs> <laughs> oh man no but i feel i feel really excited for you i wish we could be there to cheer you on yeah but uh next year you'll be doing your half right so <laughs> in all of this i guess yeah so all of a sudden the other day or the other week well you've been asking me for quite a while if i oh if i see myself doing the thing yeah. you want me to do so you guys know i do this thing called path of love um that i assist and i'm like you know doing this training for it now and it's a huge part of my life it changed my life deeply it changed a lot of people's lives that we know um and i knew from the first moment i'm like okay i can't push dennis into doing this like you know of course it would be the most amazing thing ever because i know it would be a beautiful thing for you like that's it the way i see it, it's a beautiful thing for everyone i've ever seen attend yeah. but you're the type of person that if i push you towards something you go the other way Correct. so since i took my own path of love in may 2016 i have not once told you you have to go to Path of Love, go to Path of Love, go to Path of Love. No, but you have brought it up. Of course. Numerous of times. Yeah, but because it's a part of my life. Yeah, but you're like, are you sure you don't want to do this? Don't you see yourself ever doing this? I, what about this? That one? I said when you were in uh, Mutala for the first time. So Dennis came to the Path of Love like premises and spent time with the community there without participating. And then I, I asked like, well, these people are all pretty normal people. Like they're normal everyday normal people like could you not see yourself in this group and you were like yeah like yeah. and then you said he said something and this was like i don't know a while ago you were like i can kind of see veganism on the horizon maybe it's a couple of years maybe it's in 40 years but path of love it's not even in my universe <laughs> like that's what you said yeah. and i like i remember like all right <laughs> like if i could choose i would rather you go to path of love than become vegan for instance really no, nah, I don't know. Oh, really? I, I, need, I need to meditate <laughs> on that because both are, are hugely important. I will... Uh, <laughs> He'll one take is, one for the teeth. <laughs> one is just 10 days of suffering. The other one is a lifetime of... How do you know it's a suffering? Or whatever you call it, or blissfulness or whatever. But it's like a, it's like a, it's a short thing that if you like it or not, you can endure it. That's what I'm oh, saying. it's like an endurance yeah. thing, going to path of love. Uh -huh. But I mean like... If you want to become vegan or if yeah, you're I don't know. Vegan. And then it's like, if you would do a path of love, chances are maybe you would just want to be vegan on your own. I don't know. And it wouldn't nah, be this kind know. of, I don't know. But anyway, a couple <laughs> of weeks no ago, one Dennis. No one is vegan. Huh? No one there was vegan. No, very few people are. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, and then randomly, like one or two weeks ago, Dennis goes, he's like, hey, so I had this idea. I was like, what do you mean? Well, just a suggestion. Like if you would train with me to do a half Ironman next year. 
And I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Like in a million gazillion years. He's like, well, wait, wait. If you do that with me, I, I'll go to a path of love. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you have to go first. Yeah, I hate that. Because <laughs> you back out always. <laughs> Dude, I never back out of And when have I ever backed out of anything in my entire always. life? Always. What do I back out of? Surfing, swimming. But that's not the same. <laughs> like if I make a commitment to something, I do it. I never not do it. Yeah, but I trust me more not to back out than you not to back out. I don't know. I kind of had the feeling like, who was I telling? Olivia, maybe? I was like, I feel like this is Dennis wanting to do Path of Love, but he doesn't nope. wanna, want it to look like he wants to do it. He has to have an excuse like, oh, I have to go to Path of Love now because Rachel did that half Iron Man. I can honestly <laughs> tell you if I get to choose 10 days to myself, it will not be in the middle of the woods talking about my feelings. But how, don't you feel like a little peak of interest there? Like, All bit? honesty, no. Yeah. A little bit. No. <laughs> full, full <laughs> on. <laughs> Not Just even. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love all those people. I met like a lot of the leaders. I think they're awesome people, but I don't see myself. I don't know, It's just me. Maybe I'm completely wrong and that's why you think I need it so bad. But I don't see me choosing 10 days to go uh, do inner work in this sense is... Uh, what I would choose the time. Like I would take a, a 10 day surf trip or like a like bike from one side of the Europe to the other side of the Europe kind of thing. The Europe. The Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the, the Europe. <laughs> But uh, what do you think we do at, at A Path of Love? Um, a lot of shaking, a lot of screaming, a lot of talking about feelings and a lot of silence in between. Hmm. I'm probably completely wrong. It's an interesting observation. <laughs> okay, but I I'm in. Okay. Are you in? Well, if you yeah, if you do it, I'm in. You no, no, we have to both be in. Like it can't be like like I'm not gonna do this Iron Man like yeah, but hoping that maybe you'll go to pass no, 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 no. Like if, we're committing. If you go to the Iron Man, I commit and you commit. Yeah, yeah, we both but commit. Your commitment. Date but the is thing is, so what I know, <laughs> what I know from the past is like people that go to Path of Love but they don't want to like they're reluctant but they're kind yeah. of like pushed there by a family member it doesn't always turn out very well no but I'll go there with an open mind yeah you'll go there you'll skip there joyfully excited for what's ahead and I'll do everything what everyone wants me to do and uh, with an open mind open with, an, with an open mind like due to the best of my capabilities and not to be <laughs> closed off If I would have gone there like without us having like, a deal like this, I probably would have gone closed off and yeah. like not open to it. It's it's very simple. You do something that is very important to me that I love so much and I'll do something that's very important to you that you love so much. I, I think it's a fair trade. It is it is a fair trade, except like your thing, like you do nothing and then you just show up. My thing requires like a lot of work and then I have to do the work you know i i, 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 I could compare a of work. path of love comparable with an iron man like kind yeah. of and you move at a path of love like a lot if there's a physical component too so yeah. i mean i could compare them but to show up for a path of love there you don't prepare you just show up the way you are i can't just show up to a half iron man the way i am today thinking i'm not gonna die that is true <laughs> but in the half iron man you're you're busy six to seven hours probably closer to seven hours if it's your first one and 
you want to go slow. And how much do I have to train every week for how long leading up to that? No, but I mean, look at no, me. Not a lot. Like, look at me, the way I am now. Okay, for every, everybody listening, I am I'm a terrible biker. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared of going fast on a bike. I don't, yeah, yeah I'm scared of biking. Um, I got a bike when I was like seven or eight, but no one really fully taught me how to bike. So like I can bike from point A to point B, but I'm not a good biker. And I'm yeah. super scared about traffic and going downhill. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. So terrible biker. Swim. I'm a worse swimmer than I am a biker and I am a bad biker swimming. No, I never really learned how to swim. I can't get from point A to point B swimming. Yeah. I can stay afloat and not drown. Yeah. Yeah. And I can play with a baby and all that stuff. It's not like I can't swim, but I don't know how to do a, what do you call it? A breaststroke. A breast. No, that's, I do the breast. Isn't that the breaststroke that I do? Uh, I do I like know. the style. The crawl. The crawl. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the old lady in the shallow end of the pool thing. Yeah. I don't know how to do the crawl or any of those things. So I can't go yeah. from point A to point B. I'm terrible and I'm kind of scared of water. Yeah. Running <laughs> out of these three things is the things I hate the most. Yeah. Like despise with all of my heart. Despise, despise. I would rather bike and swim together than just go for a run. Yeah. Yeah. And you're asking me to do <laughs> how much of each of those things? It's half. So it's 1.9 kilometers swimming, 20, no, 90 kilometers biking. So 20. 1.9 swimming, 90 biking, and then 21 running. And uh, <laughs> how long do you estimate this will uh, take me? About seven hours. <laughs> but how long did it take you? Uh, my best time that I've done so far yet was five hours and 50 minutes. And you think I'm going to do it in one hour more than you? Are you crazy? Yeah. Dude! Okay, seven and a half, whatever. <laughs> How much time do they give you? I think seven hours and 45 minutes. No, or but I'm hours. not going to make it. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Wait, wait, wait. I need, to, I need to hear the terms of this agreement. If I go and I give it my best, but I don't make the time slot, you like that still counts. Yeah. I don't if, have to like win or like do, you know. If you, may, if you don't make the time slots and you actually tried because I'll be on the course watching you, of course, it's, it's a deal. You tried your best. But anyway, let's go back. Let's go back <laughs> no, to my heart wait, wait, wait. is beating really fast. <laughs> let's just go back to the men mentally how you portrayed all of this together. So if I would go in the same mindset that you are seeing this Iron Man now, if I would go into that with a path of love, how well do you think I would do? I don't know. Most people enter a path of love with a lot of resistance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or discomfort, or like having to. It's like a big step into the unknown. So yeah, this is yeah. also a step into the unknown for me. But, except I have done all of these things before. But people and that I go hate to them. <laughs> but people that go to path of love, do they go there and saying I can't do this for shit, or they're gonna go like I I think I can do this. Let me try it. I don't know. Oh. What about you? I mean, I went with no expectation, just like okay, it's time for me to go. And then on the first day, realized like I could barely sit up in my chair because I was so exhausted and yeah. burnt out and like wanted to go home immediately. Yeah. And then you kind of drag your way through whatever shows up. Some people come and they, like, they've never done anything similar ever. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the difference is like how this is a time commitment for me. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be open to it. I'm you, really open to you going to a path of love. <laughs> but I mean, you have to be open and you have to believe in yourself that you can do something like this. But I don't think I can do something like this, does no, she? Then it sucks. Then we so, don't have an agreement. 
So swimming 1.9 kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. You get an hour and a half to do it. And how long do you think? If I just do my little breaststroke old lady swim, like the way I do it now. Yeah. You would do that maybe in 45 to 50 minutes. Okay. But that I can do. I just swim for 45 minutes, basically. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, on a, on I a can, pace. At a pace. What do you mean? Like if you're doing breaststrokes, you have to be like at a fast pace. If you, if we together take swimming lessons, how to crawl, you can probably do it in 30 minutes. We can't even, we don't even have time to go to dinner. How are but we going to have time is, for swimming lessons? This is something that you have to <laughs> make time for. Okay, yeah. so I have to take swimming lessons. I have to learn how to swim. We can do it together. <laughs> I feel like this, I'm on the worst end of this deal. Oh, for hell no. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like swimming, I can imagine, like I would wait until everyone is in front of me. Yeah. I get super scared of the idea of like a thousand people in the water at the same time elbowing each other and stuff. Yeah. So I would just wait and, until everyone is there yeah. and I wouldn't race anyone. It was just try to survive. And then I would do f maybe say an hour of swimming. Yeah. It sounds like that would be a lot. Like if I would go now for an hour swim, I think I would have pain for like a week. No. It would be okay. It would be okay. Okay. And then what? Then you put on clothes? Then you, well, yeah, you put on your shoes, your bike shoes. And then on the bike shoes, you just start biking and you have your water on there. Every like 20 kilometers or so, there's, this, there's an aid station with, a, with water or Gatorade or whatever you need, like cliff bars. They have all that stuff ready for I you. I don't drink Gatorade or eat cliff bars. <laughs> You'll have to be there holding a coconut water and a Lara bar. For I think they have coconut <laughs> water too, depending <laughs> where it is. Okay, so you just bike and how long, how long is that? I I think you could do that in three hours and thirty minutes or oh, three hours man. and forty five minutes. I <laughs> you have to think of it as a day. Like in a day you're busy, like for twelve hours. You're up and down, you're doing all these things. It's the same. You're just moving the same muscles over and over again. You just have to learn how to use your muscles without being tired or using too much effort. Yeah, I'm very skeptical about the The biking, very, very skeptical. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. There is no way around it. I am constantly on the go. From running my businesses to chasing after Leah Luna, a jam-packed schedule works up an appetite, but it doesn't leave a lot of time for cooking. So when I need healthy fuel and fast, I know exactly where to turn. Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest is a subscription service that makes healthy eating easy and requires basically no effort. They send one-step prep, perfectly portioned, plant-based cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables directly to your door. You don't even have to think about making the healthy choice. It's delivered right to you. You can choose from smoothies, overnight oats, and much more. An amazing meal or snack made from delicious whole ingredients is ready for you in as little as 30 seconds. All you have to do is add water or your favorite plant-based milk to the cup and blend, heat, or soak. Now offering new savory harvest bowls, you can get an amazing healthy dinner that's faster than takeout, like the beet and sesame poke bowl. I just can't get enough of that right now. Daily Harvest is the perfect thing to keep at the office or have on hand for those days when you just don't have time to cook. Daily Harvest understands that we need ingredients we can trust, and these deliciously accessible organic foods from Daily Harvest are becoming my first choice at any time of the day. Try them out for yourself. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code YOGAGIRL to get three cups for free in your first box. That's promo code YOGAGIRL for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. daily-harvest.com. 
Okay, wait. I have to make a note. I have never sat on a road bike or a triathlon bike on a road in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's something. Yeah. Okay. And then you change shoes and then you do a half marathon. Yeah. This is a joke. <laughs> the half marathon is, <laughs> that's the hardest part. I can't give you any tips because I suffer there. Wait, can I walk there. it? Yeah. Yeah, I can walk the whole marathon. You can marathon. walk the whole half marathon as, as long as Will you... Will I still make that time then? As, as long as you make the cut of time, depending how fast you walk or run. I do two-minute run, one-minute walk on all of the big races. Yeah, but you have crazy long legs. You you run like a kilometer in four minutes. Yeah, but I'm the slowest runner in our team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm the slowest runner of all the slowest runners that hate <laughs> running. Okay. I think I think it's so for you. Like, what's the what's the gain? Um, for you to experience what I have experienced, what I'm in love with. You just want to share. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it, but I don't want to become one of those super dorky triathlon couples. Okay. I really don't want to do that. You don't have to. You just have to just do this just once. <laughs> it is and your... you'll have bragging rights for life <laughs> if you finish. <laughs> and is your hope that, that I'm going to get really into it and we're going to like train together and that's no, going to be No, not at thing? all because then you're going to nag at me when we're training and that's when I'm away from you. <laughs> <laughs> this could totally backfire for it you. It could completely yeah. backfire. What if I fall in love and the idea of Iron Man and I'm like, ooh, now well, every time you train, we train together. Maybe then I'll go into <laughs> Pan of Love only and you'll go into <laughs> Iron Manning. No, but I, I honestly think that you would like it to a certain extent, extent. I don't know if it's something you would always do, but it's you'll understand me better. Let's put it like that. Hmm. And I will understand you better after a path of love. You will understand you better after a path of love. Sure. Sure. Okay. Should, should we shake on it? Uh, yeah. Should we? Okay. Shaking. This is a handshake. We're shaking hands right now. Shaky, shaky. Wait, I feel like I need to take a photo of this moment. <laughs> In case you try to bail on me. Okay. You, three, we, everyone knows that two, you're going to go first. Lean. Three, two. <laughs> oh, man. We're just holding hands. We're basically. just holding hands. Okay, so how how much time and how many hours a week do I have to dedicate for this? Let's make a little plan for me now. Not a lot. Okay, tell me exactly how much time. You can, honestly, everyone is going to disagree with me now here that does it Ironman training. You can do every other day for an hour and then in the weekend, one, one of the weekend days, a Saturday or a Sunday, you do a long training, like a two I, or three hour. For me to train every other day is like absolutely unimaginable. I but can't get on my yoga mat every other day. Exactly. You used to do <laughs> yoga every day. Every day. And the yoga you used to do, the, the, the physical yoga you used to do back in the day, it's a lot harder than whatever I'm doing now. Yeah, but not for me. It's a thing. It is. My body is made for yoga. No, no, no. Your no. body, you're like a diesel engine. You get started and you just <laughs> go. I'm not like that. I'm like one of those. What do you, I'm like a little jet ski. I like go zoom and then I run out of power. Maybe. That's my thing. Yeah. But I, mean, I was really good at sprint, like running, like in high school. Yeah. Like the 60 and the 100 meters, super fast. But I can't run like 500 meters to save my life. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of uh, 6Ks together, like running. You were doing really good. Well, will you run with me with the baby in the stroller next to me for the 21K? No, because that's torture for the baby. But I can run next to you, yes. I can, like, my plan for this race is to actually do this race with you and be by your side the whole race. Really? Yeah. When where when is it taking place? Did um, we decide have, that? We no, have to have decide to that. Okay. There's so, one in Hawaii. So you're saying one hour every other day 
And then once in a weekend, I have to do something, whatever. Not even an hour every other day. If we go swimming, it could be 20 minutes swimming. It could be 30 minutes swimming. <laughs> Anyone listening, how much bullshit do you think that this is? I feel like you're like this car salesman now trying to sell no. me all the <laughs> all the extra parts to the car and the insurance and the special CD I train for these. I don't, like in the weekdays, I don't really train at all. Like, Dude, no. you get up at four in the morning and you're gone for like 10 hours. <laughs> no, I'm gone for two hours. Maybe I'm running one hour and then the other hour I'm playing beach tennis and that's just for fun. On Sundays, you go and Sundays you don't come back train. the yeah. whole day. You're gone the whole day. That I do give you. But that's the only day that's long. Okay. Okay. I I feel this like trepidation inside of me (laughs) now that I like I've done something I'm going to completely regret. (laughs) I don't know. No. Uh, But are you aiming for this to be sometime next year? Yeah. And like what? Middle of the year? Well, how many months do I need to like? Okay. So I'll have like a start date. Like, okay. On Monday, I'm going to start training for this half Ironman. How much, like, how many months of doing that? training do i need you can get like a 16 to 20 week plan and then you'll be like really well prepared if you stick to that plan you'll be really well prepared you don't need that okay i'm gonna take this opportunity and see if there's anyone out there who has never done anything like this who wants to also do it so we can have like an online support group um i feel like we need to start a hashtag for this challenge Ooh, it's like the challenge yoga girl man (laughs) Path of Love Iron Man Challenge 2019. Yoga Iron Girl. <laughs> Yoga Iron Love Path. <laughs> the path to a loving Iron Man. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to nail a really good hashtag for this. Okay, I'm I'm in. Okay, so 20 weeks. So if I start doing this sometime next year, I'll be okay. Uh, well, the race should be next year. Yeah, but can I also start training for the race for next year? Like, I, I want this you to be can. a problem for future Rachel. <laughs> you can do. You can. I want to go back and lie in my sure. bed and eat the vegan strop waffles you probably <laughs> from Holland. <laughs> but you can, uh, like, in the in the calendar. What is the months that that you have off? We like have sometime May, in May off. Full May and then end of June. And no, then what no, else? June is full. We have we have sometime in May and then we have I think parts of September. September. Those are our off weeks. There's one in Miami that's coming up. I'm not, I don't want to do this in the hot weather climate. I want to go like to Iceland or something. But then you have to go in the water, cold water. That's no, okay. I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> Can you find me the most optimal location <laughs> where the water is like an okay temperature, but the air is kind of cool, a little okay. bit of breeze, but kind of sun is out like a springtime, like and a springtime April day in the Stockholm would be perfect. Yeah, but your mom. Iron also Man, if you're listening, can you? <laughs> they have one in uh, in June, I think, in uh, Young Shipping. Young Shipping, but June is like it could be super hot in Sweden. Like this year, the summer was crazy. It was like Aruba. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll I'll die from a heat stroke. Or look at the the calendar. Okay. Or if someone has, if someone can uh, <laughs> recommend a good one, you know. So uh, let's. Uh, Let's move on from this because I, I'm starting to feel a little panicked. Should we go for the questions? <laughs> no. This, this, no. So tell okay, us. Question tell number one. <laughs> when is it baby number two coming? <laughs> we, we covered that already. Oh, sorry. So you have an Ironman in about a week. What does your week, the week leading up to a big race like this, what does it look like for you? Um, they, you have to ta- they call it tapering. What's that? Where you exercise a lot less because uh, otherwise you're going to be overtired. So you still want to move your body, but you want to, like, instead of running 
20 kilometers or running 15 kilometers, you probably only want to run like eight or seven kilometers at a at a kind of a slow play a slow pace or just seven or eight yeah <laughs> i've never run eight kilometers in my entire life <laughs> <laughs> they just want you to go easy and you want to regretting this you want to eat a lot of car um carbs i guess carbo load for the last few days drink a lot <laughs> I like of water the idea of that <laughs> does the carbo loading is it like eating a big thing of pasta with a glass of wine uh yeah you can do that cool i'm in let's carbo <laughs> can we start carbo loading right now sure <laughs> <laughs> i usually uh, don't drink alcohol for the last month of a full distance race you've been alcohol free for a long time now since I your birthday Okay, it's not so long. <laughs> well, I did two weeks off of alcohol and Path of, Path of love. love. And then we had my birthday, which was crazy. And then you're alcohol-free now. And I'm sick now, so none of us is enjoying any wine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you leave. Moon Moon is here to help take care of the baby. Um, today's Thursday. We're recording this last minute. Yeah. And uh, our yoga teacher training starts on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And somehow, like, norm like I've never, we just finished a retreat. I got sick in the middle of the retreat. I've never, I can't, can you remember a time where I was sick in a retreat? I don't think ever that happened. Nope. And still, I didn't freak out. Like, I wasn't, like, I have this kind of fear that when I, under a lot of pressure or I have a lot of things hanging on me, that my body isn't going to work. Like, I'm going to throw up my back out or, or get sick or whatever. But it never happens. And then now, it happened. We know that Lea Luna is patient zero. <laughs> she got sick in Sweden a couple of weeks ago and then you got kind of sick and then three of our friends in Sweden got sick and then I felt like there was a week where no one was sick and I was like celebrating that I didn't get it bam and bam now it came and now I feel like the baby is sniffling again so I'm wondering if she's picked up something at daycare or if it's the same flu going another circle yeah I really hope that's not the case because that, that would absolutely forking suck yep yep but, um, but I feel really relaxed about it this time around. I don't know. Like we just had a big program meeting about YTT. Like we have a staff of like, what is it? 28 people or something that work crazy hours for a whole month straight for teacher training. Normally I'm kind of nervous and I'm, I don't know. I feel like I have to check in with everybody. Are you on top of your stuff? And what's your role? And blah, blah, blah. Are you prepared for this? And now it's just like sitting back and letting them run the meeting, listening, feeling really, really, really chill yeah. about it. Even though you're leaving and, and everything. So I don't know, maybe that's path of, path of Love working on me, maybe. maybe. But um, I'm excited. <clears throat> I hope, obviously, that this cold goes away. A lot of people were asking uh, for my natural remedies. Uh, we're going to try to make a YouTube video about that. Do you like our YouTube videos that we make? Yeah, they're a little stressful, though. What What's stressful about them? It's not like a podcast where we just put up two mics and we talk to each other for an hour. I like doing the podcast with you. Yeah, it's nice. But with the video, it's like, okay, we're going to film. Oh, we missed this shot. We're going to film this shot. Oh, now it has to be edited. And then we have a, a guy editing it for us. And then, I don't know, it's just a lot of back and forth, you know? it's The house tour that we just did, you had like one line in that whole oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> you were so grumpy that whole day. Yeah. And I'm like, and this is our kitchen, and this is our living, and la, 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 la. And the one thing was like, and then we were about to end. I was like, okay, let's do the ending. And he was like, what? You missed the bike room, the, the man cave. And I'm like, okay, well, you have to present the man cave if you want it in the thing. And then you like took the camera and you stood there. You're like, um, so Rachel, do you want to explain what the man cave is? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so 
You're not. It's kind of how I imagine your podcast would be if you had one on your own. Probably. I really like the YouTube videos. Yeah. Like I like it's when 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 we're not under stress. Like it's like oh my god, we have no video for this week. Yeah. Then it's just it's something fun that we do, and we get to show kind of the behind the scenes regular life. Like I feel like I don't have to. We're Trying. not like yeah. We don't have to try. We don't have to like put on a show or be somebody. We just yeah, kind of show a little piece of who we are, which is always always nice so if you're listening if you're not subscribed to our youtube channel please make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel right now you can just search yoga girl on youtube and we should pop up right there and if you just tuned in um <laughs> rachel decided to do a half distance iron man that is you can't just tune in to a podcast it's not oh. like a radio show oh sorry <laughs> you are listening to from the heart conversations with yoga girl you know what's not smart? Letting your husband convince you to go on a 10-kilometer bike ride at 6 a.m. Or allowing Lea Luna to choose what to watch on TV. And you know what else is definitely not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes and make you wait for the right candidate to apply. You know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com yoga to hire that perfect person. ZipRecruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes, no more waiting for the right candidate to apply, no more wasting your time. It's just not the smart thing to do. No wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. ZipRecruiter is just the smartest way to hire. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com yoga. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash yoga ziprecruiter.com slash yoga if you just tuned in to this podcast aka you've downloaded the podcast and you've been listening to it for an hour uh, dennis is going to do a path of love next year correct right after rachel does her half but you, you're gonna have to book it like we're gonna have to book these things at the same time you know grandma is gonna do it right dude Fuck you, okay? <laughs> no, Murmur is gonna do it. <laughs> Murmur, like, she's a, she she's run my whole, for as long as I've known her, my whole life. She's, yeah. she's always run. Like, she likes to run. And she, nags too. And also likes to nag. Yes, yeah. yes. So so apparently those things are not connected. No. <laughs> no. And Lea Luna also likes to nag. Lea Luna, I love it when she nags you. And the, the goats. <laughs> the goats like to nag too. Did you feed the goats today? No. Oh, okay, let's go feed the goats. <laughs> So no questions. So no questions. This week we 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 were able to create a whole podcast speaking about this very important topic. So not even a Russian roulette of question. Okay, wait. Okay, but I. Okay, <laughs> I don't trust you to choose questions because you're going to choose embarrassing ones. Okay, we'll do like a Russian roulette of you pulling up your Instagram. You pick three random questions for us to answer right now. Only three. Okay, this one. Okay, how do you cultivate um, this calmness and relaxed, laid-back attitude and way of life? <laughs> Do you have concerns or ever experience anxiety? If so, how do you manage them? Thank you. I this is a I good question. I assume this is for you, not yeah. for me, obviously. Yeah, it's on okay, my cool. Cool. Um so yes, I do have suffered from anxiety. Uh, no, I I can't say that. Who but can? I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I get anxiety when I don't eat and I've been trying not trying. I've been on this vegan diet now for almost two months. And it's it's contrary to what a lot of people say that it's really easy. For me, it's very hard. And my anxieties always come from food when I can't control my own food or I can't find food. Then I get really uh, anxiety. 
Or did you ever? Can I? Did you ever think about where that might come from? Um, no, but we're not pet of loving now. One second. <laughs> and also, what though, happened? Don't you think when we when I was going to your pet of love in Mutala, <laughs> I had to take the train from Stockholm after like uh, um, traveling with baby alone, and me and Leah didn't have a, a seat together. I didn't eat. And so she had to be on my lap, but she was sleeping and I couldn't leave the store alone by the luggage because I was afraid that the luggage was going to fall on top of her. And then I went to the restaurant because I did buy food for myself to eat in the train, but I couldn't eat my own food that I brought on the restaurant. Yeah, and then, weird. And then they didn't have anything vegan for me to eat. So I was like in this limbo. <laughs> while you had food you weren't allowed to eat, but they, I couldn't you couldn't eat, eat what they were serving. Yeah. And I couldn't leave the baby alone. Couldn't and, you buy something... And then I, I asked food? him, I'm like, hey, I'll buy like three things off your menu. Just let me eat this because you can't feed what I want to eat. And they were like, no, absolutely. What a douche. Yeah. And yeah. then that train that was supposed to be a two hour train that turned into a three and a half hour train. So in those situations, I get crazy anxiety. Yeah. But I think these situations <laughs> is like anyone would get anxiety and like the crazy stress of traveling with a toddler and stuff like that. Yeah. I do think that the food thing is an interesting thing that really pertains to you and yeah. maybe your history and your childhood and how you grew up and stuff. Maybe. But I was always very... You don't want to explore that for a moment? How do I explore that? Like... That feeling that you get when you can't control, like knowing when your next meal is, or yeah. knowing that food is available at any moment. Like, why yeah. is that important to you? Because I'm in a situation of the unknown. It mostly happens when I'm trying to follow uh, a diet that is connected to you. So uh, the only times that this has happened was when we tried to be gluten-free. <laughs> One time a month ago for a reason. No, uh, I mean uh, a couple of years ago for a reason. I can't possibly like understand why you wanted to know, do that. You were on that train fast though. I can't remember. I think no, someone like, was talking to us, like one of our yoga teachers were like about what, how gluten is so bad. This was like at the beginning of the gluten craze. Yeah. It was like gluten was like white sugar is terrible. Yeah, and then I we were like, oh. Yeah, I can't remember why. But anyway, we, we missed our plane from London or our plane got canceled and we had to take the train from London to Amsterdam and there was no gluten-free option. And then I got crazy anxiety. Yeah. But part of that is also like, it's a little bit of, um, you need freedom in your life. Yeah. Yeah. To make your own decisions and not have to live in this box. It's yeah. also a little bit about control and your yeah. autonomy and being independent and all that. Like you've had that your whole life since yeah. you were super little. I can always choose whatever I need. Like you and do was what never you want. Yeah. It was yeah. never difficult with anything. Yeah. And as soon as I try something and it's unknown, then I get crazy anxious. I guess. Yeah. But sometimes something like that, like I need to be able to, I rely on myself. I'm independent. I don't have to rely on anybody else or conform to anybody else's, you know, schedule or thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe because there wasn't that sort of thing to rely on when you were little. Maybe. 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 You want to do a Russian roulette on your hands <laughs> tomorrow? But my, okay. <laughs> wait okay we'll do one more on my end and then but the russian roulette ones are crazy um i got well, a really have, no you you can't choose one that you've seen already i this one was an it was a good one but i literally just chose it yeah um i have to throw i have to <laughs> here's another one this is a pretty good one I think my Russian roulette is better than yours. Maybe we shouldn't use Russian roulette as a term, huh? No, it's that's people crazy. People dying and stuff. <laughs> no. Um, no, we got a really good question about um, all the drama and judgment that's taking place in my Instagram account the oh, yeah. last couple of weeks. Um, someone is asking, how do you feel about that? Me? Yeah. 
How do you deal with that? Maybe I'm the wrong person to uh, to ask. Like, does it affect you? Does it? No, I really don't care about it, and I don't think you should care about it either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, always, everywhere, anything, someone is not going to be happy or approve of something you do. That's just a fact. Yes, there are like a there are like things that are really extreme that you have to respect and not be a dick about it. But I'm not usually a dick about anything. No, but I'm not you, but I yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. people in general. Yeah. Yeah, but you're so good at like the have you ever gotten a negative comment in your social media feed in your entire life? I can remember I know, one. Maybe, yeah. I think so. When you shared photos of fishing. Oh yeah, the vegans <laughs> law. Vegans, <laughs> and you think it's funny, <laughs> and the vegans got really upset. Yeah, obviously, yeah. But for you, and you're kind of like that with life. Like if someone doesn't like you, you're like, okay. Yeah. Look, there's people that, that like sucks. me over here. I'll yeah. hang out with them. And I'm like, wait, like you don't like me because of this, but like maybe I can change that for you, or like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. fight me. You know. I'm always like, like I have a hard time pe with pe the idea of people not liking me, I guess. Yeah. Always has since I was little. Plus, I would rather, like if it's an actual issue, like, you know, like dividing people or if it's a real thing that, that involves, I don't know, that pulls on my heart. Yeah. If we can debate our way toward like evolving and growing together and learning, like then I want to do that. Yeah. I want to open that space. I don't. You're not into that? Not at all. <laughs> That's why I'm probably the worst person to talk about cultural appropriation with about because I'm probably the on the wrong end of everything. Yeah, that was like one of the the big discussions taking place in my social media feed where I feel like you you didn't really get it. I, I guess. didn't get it and I didn't understand. He was why. like, There's Why are you so... still in this rabbit hole? Like, stop talking about it. Like it's all gonna die. I'm like, I don't wanna stop talking about it because it's an important topic and like there's things that we have to change like, there's things that i have been blind to and i want to yeah. you know improve or get better or or kind of advocate for now and and we what? we got to a crazy good place like i'm so grateful we got to have that yeah um have that discussion and we're still having that discussion i got to have a, i was on the phone with nako yesterday for almost an hour talking about like super important yeah life-changing stuff so like it all takes us to really good places we need to have these discussions a lot but you're more like you're you're not so into confrontation of any kind. Yeah, that that is number one for sure. <laughs> I'll give you that. I hate confrontation. Can I say what I think is your night your biggest nightmare of all time? Okay. Talking, a pad of love. <laughs> no, your biggest nightmare of all time is <laughs> is us at a restaurant and then you nagging the whole I time. don't get the food that I like and I have to send it back or. We are like going somewhere and then something isn't good and you have to be the one to complain about it. Yeah. Like the room we got is the wrong room. Yeah. You have to go down to that's the reception. The worst. Yeah. That's that's the worst. You you never ever ever do yeah, that. I hate that so much. <laughs> I was gonna put it in nicer terms for you. Like what? Like I see you as an activist and I'm not an activist. Like you're actually trying to change stuff for the good and I'm just trying to take this free ride of a life as long as I can. Yeah, you're more like the easy go, happy go lucky, uh, down to earth guy. But you're yeah. also really actively involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you did the whole child abuse conference with me for three days. You know, yeah. to do that. But I you do that because you care. I care, but this is one of those things too that you told me that we were going to go to. I was excited to go to it, but I have. I didn't give you an option. <laughs> I would never have gone there on my own. Let's put yeah. it like that. You would have. Yeah, no, that's for the sure. difference. I know, I know. But um, I think that that's another thing, the the complaining and stuff. 
you're gonna path of love your way around around that one. Okay, final crazy random question coming up. Dun, 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 dun. I have a hundred thousand people telling me uh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday because I was on Instagram sick. Like happy Friday, everyone, and uh, like it's all of this stuff. Well, someone just asked, does it upset that it's when you get abused on your social media platforms? Does he ever want to protect you? Do you ever read mean comments? I don't think you do. No, but we just talked about that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Maybe let's I should one. do this one. <laughs> I'm not the proper. <laughs> okay, there is one here. Any advice on helping my man uh, transitioning to a vegan diet without lecturing him or pushing him it on him? He comes from a meat eater family and had a lot of health scares lately. So I really want him to become plant-based. Okay, Thanks. you should make a note of the fact that I never told you you had to go vegan. You went vegan on your own accord. Really? hundred thousand percent. Maybe. I, uh, James Aspie, of course, was here. Okay, yeah. You watched let, Dominion. Let me, let me do this uh, part of the story and then I'll get to the question about helping um, this person's uh, man become a vegan eater. So it all started that we had uh, a very famous vegan activist, uh, James Aspie and his girl Carly Common. And Rachel invited them to stay in our house, which I, it was kind of nerve-wracking to me because I didn't want to... How do you say? I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. So I, I well, you also don't like the idea of like having a vegan guy at your house and you're gonna sit on the couch eating chicken wings. You were like, <laughs> or like an activist in general. Like, yeah, you don't like to be confronted with your shit. Yeah. Also, yeah. Basically. Yeah. So I think a week before he came, I went full on vegan. You were like, okay, last moment with my wings and you yeah. got like chicken wings and shit in yeah. preparation for Aspie arriving. <laughs> I don't think I got it though. No, I, you really, did it I really you did wanted it. You talked yeah. a lot of it. You did it. I was like, stop. I was bombed. But anyway, uh, so a week before he came, I, uh, I went full on vegan and then he stayed with us for about two weeks or he was on the island for two weeks and then I stayed full on vegan and then he left and then I stayed and then uh, we went to Sweden and no, then I was like, "You watched Dominion, the oh, do yeah. documentary." That was we a watched big piece. Dominion. Though after they left, yeah. yeah, after they left, and that was, uh, it's it's very sad to see how uh, how animals are being treated. I mean, um, that was eye opening. It, it was eye opening. I'm maybe not the right person to talk to in this thing because most of the people that are vegan and animal activists, they uh, they use the term more of, uh, you can't play God, you don't get to choose who you kill or who you don't kill for your own pleasure. Um, I'm more against the whole farming, like how mean they are to the animals, but I do believe if you eat a cow, you should be able to look a cow in the eye and kill like it. You, you so still you believe know. in the idea of like the, the regular farming, like having your own, tending to your own chickens and stuff like that. Yeah, and you and having the guts to be able, if you're going to like be able to buy a package, like perfectly packaged meat in the supermarket, you should be able to package that meat yourself. You yeah. should be able to go through that trauma because it is a trauma to kill your own Yeah, animal. but that's the thing. If you think it's a trauma, it means that you're in your heart, you're vegan. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, but there's if people you... out there that really don't give a shit. They no, would like but I mean, hunt and kill animals all the no, time. It's there not a big is... deal. You don't even like to kill like a frog or like anything. Yeah, that's a big difference. If, there, if you're a hunter and you use all the meats for your family and all that stuff, I feel that's a fully different story that a... a, a... People hunt for pleasure. Yeah, they hunt lions. They hunt elephants. They hunt all yeah, sorts of I, crazy that's, shit. I'm against, I'm against that. Of course, of course. But I mean, like. But anyway, with this fishing thing, for instance, I yeah, 
I haven't eaten fish ever since yet. And I do think I'm going to eat fish again. Fish was the, la- the part that you connected with least in the documentary. Yeah. I felt like the documentary did a really, really good job covering everything else. But the fish part was so brief. And they didn't portray yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to find another one where we can like really <laughs> look into it. Because what? It's just knowledge. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, But yeah, and then again, I catch my own fish. I can, I can put the meat. I'll give the meat to the whole family and everyone has uh, the fish for eating. Yeah. But anyway, let's go to this question. <laughs> no, but I think it's more about like you have your eyes open to this more compassionate side. Like, hey, if yeah. I'm going to eat a 20-pack chicken wings, like those were 20 living beings that suffered before they ended up on my yeah. plate. And then you, you should can be avoid. able to. Yeah, but that's not should, you, you can just avoid that suffering by choosing to eat something else. Plus, number two... I feel like now that we're cooking, like you're at the supermarket, you're looking into all the vegan stuff. You're like, yeah. oh, there's vegan meats here and here's this ice cream. And yeah. like, it's more of a family thing now. Like I think what you want with the Iron Man is like what, what I love the most about you being vegan right now is that it's more of a family activity, yeah. choosing what we eat. For sure. If like there there are ways to eat good and get to your meals and you don't have to use anything uh, from an animal whatsoever. I fully, I fully agree with that. Yeah. But uh, but I can kind of make see, the note of... I don't of, see myself as an animal activist. No, but I mean, I feel like I kind of set the reality of our lives up where like I try to make it really easy for you where you didn't have to be put in a place where like, oh man, I'm traveling. Exactly. There are no choices. What the hell am I going to eat? All Otherwise, I have I in front of me. It. Right. So make it really, really easy for you. No pushing, no saying you have to go vegan or else, but just putting... Yeah. And that's kind of James's approach. Yeah. Like, you know, do it with love. Like show the good parts, the good results of being vegan, how it's great for your health, how you feel good. Yeah. Maybe show some documentaries and things so that you can kind of learn about the industry because most people don't know. Yeah. And they say that, you know, if all slaughterhouses had glass walls everyone would be a vegan because no one wants to put another being through that kind of harm and suffering yeah yeah but okay so advice for this uh, man the man what should i uh what advice should i give like the only thing like tell him to watch dominion but then i mean there's a lot of resources out there so i think whatever if he's open to that i mean opening up this is a person with a health care yeah so then he should watch forks over knives forks over knives and what the health those two are the biggest ones on health specifically and maybe instead of pushing this huge life change of like hey you have to go vegan now you're gonna lose you're losing the meat you're losing the eggs you're losing the dairy you're gonna cut all this stuff out Think about it more as you're adding things to your diet. Like you guys are going to eat. Life. You're gaining life. You're going to eat way more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and leafy greens. And, yeah. you know, try to cook really exciting recipes. Like I'll do that for Dennis all the time. Just cook something really delicious, really good. We don't have to talk about the fact if it's vegan or not. It's yeah. always vegan. If it's delicious, he's going to eat it. Yeah, so maybe just think of it as something that's adding to your lifestyle instead of he's losing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And if you live in a normal place, like in Aruba, it's harder. But if you have a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's or any of those types of places like close by, it's so like you can find literally vegan marshmallows, vegan Ben and Jerry's, vegan, yeah. like everything can you be can substituted. Pork and you can pork out, keep like the regular stuff. And then of course, with time, you want to like, you know, become a healthier vegan too. But if you want, you can still eat a lot of fast foods and junk food and f- um, for to make that transition easier. Yeah, for me, uh, since the few last weeks that I've done it, I think I've lost, uh, what, 15 kilos? Yeah. <laughs> like Side note. 30, 35 pounds I lost. Dennis has lost 35 pounds in the past two months since becoming vegan. So uh, that's also that side benefit. <laughs> yeah. Only by oh. eating. Yeah. Because yeah. I kept working out the same. I work. I'm you didn't working out anything. less yeah. actually the last yeah. two weeks. High five. 
<laughs> All right. I think uh, we are going to end on that super high note. Um, thank you, babes, for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you so much. Oh, ditto. Um, good luck at Iron Man. Uh, everyone, make sure you follow Dennis on at Dennis from Salad uh, on Instagram so you can kind of tag along. You're going to share most of the Iron Man stuff, right? A little bit. The, the day before, the day off, yeah. I probably don't have my phone. No, but like how it, how you, how it goes and everything. Yeah. We're going to cheer you from afar. Oh, yeah. If people are in Florida and they want to cheer me there. Yeah. If you're in Haines or somewhere close to Orlando, go cheer Dennis on for his Iron Man. It's what date? The November 4th. November 4th. Okay. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. A huge thanks to my guest for this week's episode, my husband, Dennis. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of them on yogagirl.com, on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Ritual, Daily Harvest, and Zip Recruiter. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.